0: Newport Beach, the pool house, Captain Oates, Chino, ew! I'm Michelle. I'm Liz, and I'm Ingrid, and we're let's, let's talk, talk OC. We're the ladies that brought you Tree Hill Talk, and now we are on the West Coast talking about the early 2000s teen drama The OC. Join us every Monday as we watch and review each episode. We hope you can join us. I would walk
1: eight hundred and four point six seven two kilometers. Then I would walk eight hundred and four point two six seven two kilometers more. That's so romantic, isn't it? Hey
0: everybody, this is Caitlin and I've got my lovely coast. <laughs> I this is why I can't think ahead to what I was gonna say. I was like, don't forget this, don't forget this, don't forget this, and then I say coast. Our lovely host. Kate, who, Hi. who is back from from the West Coast. From the West Coast, yeah. Um, we missed her dearly last week. Thanks, um, buddy. But we had a pretty good stand-in. I've- oh, yeah. Je-
1: Jeanette did an incredible job. So thank you again to Jeanette for for stopping in. You can tell yeah. how much... Hang on. Your nose ring is like falling out of your um, face. Oh, yeah. Anyway, thank yeah. you, Jeanette, <laughs> for, for popping in because... She was,
0: she did amazing. She, yeah. that's who she is though. Like you ask her to do something and she shows up with like 110% She effort. came correct like, for sure. Oh, she doesn't fuck yes. around. Yes. Good job, Jeanette. She's, She's amazing.
1: I, it was a joy to edit while sitting in the airport. Was it so. weird
0: to like not know where the episode was going while you listened to it? Cause you yeah, because this is the first one. I've done You one or
1: two without two. you, mm-hmm. two without you. This was the first one I haven't been on. So it was kind of fun. To be on the back end of it, but there were a couple times where I was like, "Oh, I want to say this." I know. You know, like I really wanted to mention <clears throat> how gay all of Robin's like human dogs are. <laughs> Did you notice? Yeah, they're like extremely gay. Yeah, like and there's one specifically it when Robin, like a pit crew. yeah, like when Robin throws the ball across the apartment <laughs> mm-hmm. and he like stares Ted down yeah, and gives him like bedroom eyes. Yeah, almost. and then just like walks over. I'm like, this fucking dog is gay. What's he worried about? Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> So yeah, we are Caitlin and Kate, and we uh, make up Hate Beautiful, the only podcast who is currently recapping every, every episode. episode when we are able to.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so every How I Met Your Mother episode, there are, there is another how i met your mother podcast that started um but they do a friends crossover thing and they're very very small but if you're listening how i met your friends i think is what they're called and they follow us and we follow them on twitter so
0: what up hey there's room for all of us right absolutely yeah in the cast sphere
1: but we are the only ones that are breaking down every single episode Mm -hmm. no spoilers so thanks for being here everybody
0: and this week we have fiero uh, or ariva. I can never say it.
1: Arivaderci.
0: Yeah, but okay. So on the commentary, Marshall says Derce. Oh yeah, that's
1: not. It's not right. Arivaderci.
0: Arriva Arivaderci. Fiero. I can't do that shit. You like that? <laughs> i an ugly American. Thanks for bringing that out. Uh, for bringing it up, rather. Anyway, um, and this episode's really fun because. You get to explore pieces of your past that maybe you have a hard time getting rid of. Mm. Talk a little bit about that. Spicy. Mm. Very much. Um, What was your first car, Kate?
1: Oh, my first car was a... Well, besides the the Ford Windstars that I whipped around in, like the one that was mine Mm. was... A Volvo station wagon.
0: Dreamboat.
1: Ugh, I loved it so much. A really old, boxy tank of a car. I
0: loved those cars.
1: And I called it G-Unit. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, it was the early 2000s. I was in a serious 50-cent phase. Gorton, last name, so yeah, G-Unit sense. seemed like the right name. That was the last car I ever named. Um, the first and last. <laughs> the first and last, yeah. So it was it was a great car. Yeah. And, you know, just the feel of an old Volvo is like, mm. like the way the steering wheel turns and the heated seats and all that. Lovely. I miss it.
0: I do miss it all. What about you? Well, you remember I had my-
1: Your Mandy Moore my Volkswagen, Volkswagen bug.
0: That shit was the <laughs> shit. Kate and I used to bop around after school.
1: Here's a, here's a time capsule for you. Driving around in a Volkswagen Beetle- listening to Jason Mraz. With
0: the, probably a sunroof open. Yeah.
1: <laughs> sunroof open, the little fake flower, and the yep. little flower thing. Like, yep. it was straight out of Mandy Moore video. Absolutely. So good. Yeah. Good times. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, one other fun thing mm. is a couple weeks ago, I sat in on an episode of Les Hangout. Yes. Which we talked a little bit about on Twitter, but... So, one of my friends from high school is actually... A co-host on that show, mm-hmm. and we both like How I Met Your Mother a lot. We're obviously both gay, and their whole podcast is about lesbian stuff, queer culture, and all that. Mm-hmm. And they have a whole series called Should Have Been Gay. So, obviously, there's a lot of gay stuff happening in How I Met Your Mother, yes. and so they Lushier had me on Blue Shirt Two O'clock, at two o'clock yep. which brought, came up on the Woo-hoo. on the cast. So, um, if you want to check that episode out, it's over at Les Hangout, which is L E Z. Um, and they're all over Twitter and Instagram, and they're a good follow. Yeah. Yeah. We also had some seriously cool oh, stuff happen on Twitter this yes. week. Um, it was yeah, it was a really big week, like the mm-hmm. Les Hangout episode. Um, and then the official podcast of How I Met Your Mother that covered some behind-the-scenes stuff from seasons six through nine, Fox is re-releasing those podcasts, mm-hmm. uh, you know, one week at a time. And... The Twitter account for them has gotten active again, so it's a couple of the producers that are running it, and they're so freaking nice. They're so nice. They follow us now. Um, they have signal boosted our podcast twice now. Yeah. Like they are the ones that helped us get over five hundred uh, Twitter followers Crazy. this week. I inboxed them to thank them, didn't did not expect to hear anything. You
0: slid into their DMs. I
1: slid into their DMs because, yeah. it, you know, they they didn't have to do that. No, and so they were so kind. They were really great. Mm-hmm. Um and it was pretty clear that they've paid attention to us because they knew our format and how, how deeply we're really getting into the show. So <laughs> yeah. thank you guys yeah. if you're listening. Thank whoever's you so much. whoever's running that Twitter account, um, you're you're our new hero. So um that's pretty exciting. Over five hundred followers now on Twitter, Crazy. right? Yeah. And coming in two thousand nineteen, when we start season three, Whew. we're gonna have an Instagram. I've already got the name. It's Hey Beautiful Pod. You can go follow us there. Um, do it now, and then once we start posting, you'll get you'll get notifications. Yes,
0: yeah, so do it now while you're while you're
1: thinking about yeah. it. Hey, Beautiful Pod. Same thing all over the place. Super
0: easy. Yeah totally don't even think about it yeah and if you are new here um welcome yay we love having new followers especially if you came up to us from that official uh Hymion podcast yes, yes thank you and welcome um and make sure you are following us on twitter or facebook at hey beautiful pod and be sure to subscribe on itunes or soundcloud or wherever you listen And make sure you stay tuned for a ton of Legendary Moments at the end of the show. A ton. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot. And new listener, please send us one of yours. Even if it's for an episode we've already reviewed, we'll still give a readout on the show for you. Yeah,
1: totally. Mm -hmm. All right, you ready to talk about Arrivederci Fiero?
0: Yeah, except I don't want to have to say that any more times. Okay, I'll say it for you if we need (laughs) to. Cool. All right, this is... Episode seventeen from season two, titled "Arrivederci,
1: Fiero."
0: Thank you, and it's actually a reference to a very popular Italian song from 1955
1: called <gasps> "Arrivederci, Oma. Roma." Roma. Oh, Roma. Yeah, I totally. Did Arrivederci, honor. Roma. Caitlin has phonetically spelled Arrivederci. I just Arrivederci, because
0: want guys- I wanted that, because I wanted to make sure I said it the way Marshall did. Yeah, no, it's a it's Arrivederci. Because that's, or Jason Siegel. So I listened to the commentary on the DVD, and Jason Siegel was on there, and he said Arrivederci.
1: I think that's how Americans think it's said, Arrivederci, because I've heard a lot of people say it that way. But- oh, really? Um, but Italian is a very phonetic language, you know, so it ends in an I, it's pronounced E.
0: <laughs> so this episode first aired on February 26, 2007, and the writer was Chris Harris. Oh. A fave. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, You remember him from season one episodes, Okay, Awesome, Game Night, Marry the Paralegal. And then this episode, we saw him on Scorpion and the Toad. And this is it for season two, but he writes at least one episode every season. And our director, as always, is Pamela Freiman.
1: Chris Harris does a great job with the flashbacks and multiple storylines and juggling all of that. So mm. no wonder this episode felt so tight. Like while I was watching it, I thought Carter and Craig wrote this one. Oh,
0: really? Yeah.
1: I was like, oh, this one's really good.
0: One thing that I thought was kind of neat on the commentary, um, you know, speaking of like the tight episode and just how it all kind of fit together. Um, Chris said there was about a hundred cuts in this wow. episode with all those Yes.
1: Shots. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was hard to figure out what a scene was. Mm-hmm. So we'll fumble through that a little bit, Sorry. I'm
0: sure. <laughs> it's all good. Um, and one thing that was kind of interesting to hear about is I, this episode deals with the death of Marshall's Fierro. Mm. And I think that was just kind of like a really neat thing to explore and what, what does that mean and, yeah. and what the Fierro means to him. And it actually was an idea that came from Jamie Ronheimer, Ronheimer who wrote Aldrin Justice and yeah. Lucky Penny. And those weren't great episodes. They weren't. So it was surprising to me that yeah, <laughs> a good idea, a idea in the chamber. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Hey, even a blind squirrel gets a nut sometimes.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that. I forgot that. I'm gonna bring that back.
1: That's for my Midwestern wife. So. Oh,
0: Bless
1: yeah. Her. Bless her little.
0: goddamn Her little soul. Um. So I, like I said, I watched the commentary, and what was interesting, <clears> not <throat> interesting, but Chris Harris is very funny. And yeah. Like really sarcastic. Um. One thing, a recurring element of the show is the Proclaimers, I'm Gonna Be. Yes. And Craig, or Craig ooh, Chris, mm-hmm. um, he was like, you know, it's I'd have to say it's probably like my second or third favorite Proclaimers song. You know, not a lot of people really consider it. <laughs> I lost it.
1: That's like um, at one point Marshall, someone says like, oh, like that Chumbawamba song. Oh, Marshall's yeah. like, oh, well, which well, one? Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. I wonder if that's his joke that he's used for it. We should. I bet Chris wrote that joke. Can you tweet him? wait but we'll just get to that episode and see if he was a writer on it
0: because i I mean
1: that's got that's his joke that's definitely his joke
0: all right okay let's go sorry um speaking of the proclaimers i'll just get that out of the way now they are a scottish music duo composed of two twin brothers obviously Mm -hmm. they look the exact same um charlie and craig reed um they were born in 1962 so they're getting on in age yeah um, they are known, you know, for their singing style with a Scottish accent, and I think their best known song is "I'm Gonna Be" or, as most people refer to it, "500 Miles." Yeah. Um, they actually just released an an album in August 2018. What? It's really? their 11th studio album. Hmm. Yeah. Since 1987, they also have three compilation albums and a DVD, and they have toured extensively through the world.
1: Who knew? Who knew? Who I thought they were just a one hit wonder, although. Uh. They do have a song on the, Sh- I think on the original Shrek album,
0: because
1: I remember hearing it like when they're walking around, yeah. And I was like, that sounds like the Proclaimers. So interesting. Anywho's it.
0: Anyway. um. So this scene opens up. We have Ted and Marshall in the car, and it's a super special day because his little boy mm-hmm. or girl, depending on the situation. Yeah,
1: non-binary car, yeah. Mm-hmm. which is they a nicer way to put it yes. than they do later. Yes.
0: <laughs> Exactly. Um, but the Fiero is turning 200,000 miles, and that's a pretty big milestone. I remember hitting milestones like that in Chris's car and being like, yes, 50,000 yeah. miles, 100,000 miles. It's yeah. exciting. And
1: in a Volvo, it's a, like a badge of car, badge of honor. Yeah, People put the stickers on the car.
0: Mm-hmm. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, man. It's a big deal. Do you remember how many years had?
1: Oh, hundreds. I mean, it was like over 100,000 when I got it, and I mean, it could be even more than that. It was old as fuck. Yeah, it was like a, like a nineties gem. Yeah, so it might have been over two hundred when I got it. Even
0: nice. hard to say. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, Marshall has something, just like just the right touch for this very special occasion. Mm-hmm. He has two Cuban cigars that he got last year, um, from Chinatown. He asks Ted to grab them, and when Ted opens them up, it's two pairs of chapsticks
1: hilarious but how did that happen
0: how did that happen because you know you could see you he would walk out of the cigar yeah. place and see that there's chopsticks in there it's very interesting
1: hmm. um, i wonder if we're gonna find out how that happened
0: yeah, yeah i guess we gotta stay tuned keep yeah. listening don't give up now
1: i know how my mother is huge on
0: flashbacks but yeah. maybe we'll get maybe one. we'll get one <laughs> i don't know fingers crossed but don't hold your breath um but So in the confusion, Marshall gets, he's like, what? He's all thrown off. And then he goes over a pothole and the car just stops and dies. And they're so close. They're less than one mile to go. So sad. Mm-hmm. So
1: very sad. <laughs> so the next, next we cut to. You have
0: beautiful and like poetic notes. Oh, I just do like different lines. No, but like I saw this up here. We see Ted and Marshall with the unmistakable opening guitar picking of the Proclaimers. Oh,
1: yeah. We should say that, too. Like, right away, we get the Proclaimers in yeah. there. Like, and that's, like, follows us through the whole episode.
0: Mm-hmm. That
1: and the odometer
0: yes, I love are, like, that.
1: really cool touchstones throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. There's, <laughs> there's that little note in my poetic, so, apparently poetic notes.
0: I just do, like... Bah. <laughs> yeah, dumb it. it happening exactly and very literally? That's all I'm capable of. Hey man. Beep we, bop boop. I come, am a robot. <laughs> not capable of deep thinking. Your left brain, I'm
1: right brain. That's why
0: we work I together. Guess. But I'm like super creative in other ways. Yeah. I'm just not a writer. You're great. You're great. Thanks. <laughs> you're you're great. You're a great. Person. You're, great. you're you're really nice. <laughs> But even I know that's a lie, Caitlin. We have
1: we have so many legendary oh, no. this moments. Is why we, do this we need to go. Okay, so I know it's so much better when it's on like a weeknight when we're just like let's fucking just get I know through it. Um. All right. So the next scene opens with the streets of New York, and we hear Father Ted saying, "Sometimes life forces us to be someone we didn't plan on being, mm-hmm. and so we get something or hold on to something that reminds us of who we were." A tattoo maybe a belly ring, anything that says this is who I really am underneath this facade. And we learned that for Marshall, the further he's been pushed into the corporate world, the tighter he's held on to his Fiero. I just wanted to know if there's something like this for you, like something that you kind of refuse to get rid of that reminds you of who you once were. I know you have a lot of clothing, Mm-hmm. that you've had for like years and I've years. I've gotten rid of it. You did? Mm-hmm. I'm still
0: proud of you. Um, well it didn't fit either, so it was <laughs> no point.
1: <laughs> but is there anything that like you feel like, man, I was supposed to go down this path, and so I'm holding on to this as like a a vestige of that?
0: Um, well, being a former teen mom, there's a lot of that <laughs> feeling. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> getting real here on Hey Beautiful. Yeah.
1: She but was a she was a teen mom for like five seconds. She was like 19, so
0: Okay, because that being twenty would make it easier. <laughs> no, but like teen, right? I, I'm saying the teen mom thing. I got pregnant my freshman year of college. That's real easy. I remember. Kate's. I remember oh, that. Right? Don't take that away from me. <laughs> don't don't was, take that don't cross take for me. That away from me. Oh God. Um. No, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like especially lately, and like as I grow older, I grow more comfortable in my skin, and so yeah. I'm happily shedding those yeah those kinds of things.
1: Totally. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing that I really, it's not even like clinging to anything. I think the music that I listened to when mm. I was younger, I I don't really <laughs> find new artists very often. Yeah, like I kind of just keep listening to the old shit that I. I, I loved feel like, you like in college. me to new
0: stuff though.
1: Yeah, but it has to like just fall across my desk. I'm not like out there trying to find like, like expand Casey myself. You got me to love her, love her,
0: and Janelle Monae too. Oh ugh. yeah, obsessed. Yeah, obsessed. But
1: I listen to like the Dixie Chicks mm. over and over and over. Same. Fifty Cent, as I I said earlier. Mm-hmm. Like just on the way down here, I noticed that. My playlist is all from like the early 2000s. Like, I haven't.
0: Yeah, I have like Ben Folds, Weezer. Yeah,
1: right? Like, mm-hmm. you, you kind of just hold on to that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I've, I'm a thrower outer. So I don't really keep much. And you're right that when you get older, you kind of, you're cool with where you are. I don't feel like I mm-hmm. fucked up and went down a wrong path. But Marshall clearly feels like he's, yeah, he's not where he wants to be because he wants to be an environmental lawyer. And now he's, you know, getting shoved into the corporate world through, you know, the, the internship at Barney's and yeah. the job he's been offered there. So it's going to be tough. Um, and this is a, a recurring theme for specifically for Marshall and Lily. Mm-hmm. Throughout the whole show, they seem to be chasing who they were in college and that might be because they've been together so long. It's almost like a rested development. Mm-hmm. But they're always like, I was supposed to be a painter. Like when Lily went to San Francisco. Yeah. And this isn't the last time Marshall's going to feel like he's at a dead end. Mm-hmm. As far as like his career goes. Or like he's sold his soul and has gone the wrong direction. Like that, that continues through the entire show. Mm-hmm. For both of them. Which is good because it keeps them uh, motivated to try new things. But that will come back around. This whole growing up thing is more complicated than it seems. Marshall and Ted are then in the waiting room uh, at the mechanic, and there's this big window, so it feels like they're outside, like an operating room, and mm-hmm. that sort of melodrama. It was like follows the,
0: throughout the biggest
1: cool. mechanic
0: waiting room I've ever been in. Usually, right. there's maybe a chair in front of the door. You can- <laughs> like one
1: rusty pot of coffee. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so they're in there, and yeah, it's another episode that basically takes takes place in one place, mm-hmm. but- like um not lucky penny
0: mm-hmm
1: and they just do all these flashbacks um, so apparently Lily was having a folding origami foldy party somewhere else Which because is. they've now swung from eloping in Atlantic City mm-hmm. to 150 people sit down with origami, origami for everybody mm-hmm. foolish like there is so a middle stupid. ground like
0: nobody cares about that shit.
1: no one they're all gonna end up on the floor
0: mm-hmm
1: Ted tries to make Marshall feel better about the car Um... And he's failing, but luckily everybody else walks in with their uh, <clears throat> origami paper and their folding tables. And <laughs> Marshall says that the car is still in triage. <laughs> this is where we get the tranny car joke. <sighs>
0: Pfft,
1: fart wouldn't have been made in 2006. No, I mean in, in 2018 they would. They we've come we've come a long way, and, and we say that all the time. But in I mean, a short, in a very short period of time, yes. Yeah. So I mean. Maybe a non-binary car, but maybe even that would have been... Gender fluid. Yeah, gender fluid car. That would have been a nice way to say it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so Marshall then gets to tell Robin how he got the car because the nice thing about having Robin in the group is she doesn't know all the stories. Mm-hmm. So it feels natural for them to tell it out loud because right. otherwise we'd just be constantly hearing Ted talking. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so it's like a good, a good foil to have Robin there. And so we get... Just the best flashback. The best. The best. Um, Marshall and his two older brothers, and there's just mullets, just these beautiful Midwestern mullets. Marshall in um, a Monty Python t-shirt, mm-hmm. which I loved. He's got zits and braces. I
0: love the physical comedy of he's just like over-exaggerates the, and the awkwardness. He like gets the it. Fucking it's Exaggerated, of the head. but like you you've been there. Oh
1: yeah. He thinks he's so cool. Like, yeah. he really thinks he's cool. And the fucking bobbing head. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right? Just like, oh. I, I'd like to think that Jason Siegel came up with that head bob. It's, like, so iconic of, mm-hmm. of Baby Marshall.
0: One of the um, commentary little side notes is Chris was like, usually for these flashbacks, or usually in the show we have to... Um, you know, cover up Marshall's skin and his braces and do something with his mullet, but, and then Jason's like, yeah, but I just got to, you know, be me for this one. <laughs> oh my God, I have to go back to He It was really sarcastic, and I don't know how much to believe. Carter's like
1: that too. Yeah. When Carter's on, it's hard to tell how much is real and how much is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Okay, so, the his two older brothers, who are horrible people, We will continue to learn throughout this Uh show. Uh, They've decided that it's time to pass the car on to Marshall. First of all, Marshall grows out of that awkward bullshit very quickly. I know. Because in two years, he's like that cutie pie sitting on the bed in the dorm room, right? He's adorable, yeah. So anyway, this is a 16-year-old Marshall had a lot to learn, (laughs) specifically about trusting his brothers. And they say, yeah, you you can get the car. But you have to f- complete the final test. So mm-hmm. there have been several tests already. So he's had to swallow $5, $5 in nickel. Was quarters, it quarters?
0: Of which only four fifty has come out. And, <laughs> friends, if you have swallowed any coins, if, it ha- if you haven't passed it, which means through your poop, in a week, you should see your doctor. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Dr. Caitlin. You should, I mean, On a quarter, case. like the size of it, is, a, is pretty close to your trachea. So you have to be oh, careful. I mean, gross. like, not exactly, but... You need to be careful of that, so.
1: I know someone who managed, while drunk, to swallow an entire toothpick hole. Oh, my God. It ripped up her entire life for months. She didn't know she'd swallowed it. They didn't know what it was. <sighs> they thought she had, like, stomach problems. They Holy, didn't know. I'm going to throw up. Yeah, dude, it was a full one. How do you do that?
0: It was just in her stomach? Or, like, what happened? Did it mm, cut her up?
1: It. I mean, it was obstructing stuff. Oh, she couldn't eat for months. Like this Holy is like shit, gonna, she was on like a I, li- <laughs> like
0: <laughs> she was on a liquid diet. I'm like recoiling and like how did she find out?
1: She had to get like an MRI because they didn't know what was going on or an ultrasound, something that finally picked up that it was like a foreign object. They knew it wasn't like organic material.
0: It's like an episode of House.
1: Yeah. I was like, "What did she fucking just take down a slider and like not even notice?"
0: I am like, imagine, so uncomfortable. imagine. Okay, sorry. I don't even like to sh- to to swallow like a really sharp nacho gym.
1: <laughs> I know. I, God, just fucking blackout. Like, Jaden, might be time to you know think about your life. Anyway, yeah,
0: make some changes. <laughs> anyway, start with the man in the mirror. <laughs> okay,
1: MJ. So Marshall's final test mm-hmm. is driving to the Wiener Burger. <laughs> Which is a real thing. I saw, or no, I saw a Wiener Schnitzel out in oh. out in Cali, but I think a Wiener Burger is real. Mm-hmm. Um, drive to the Wiener Burger and pick up twelve cups of coffee, but they get to decide what he wears. So Marshall says, "I," right. I'm <laughs> so excited. <laughs> Such an idiot. Mm-hmm. And um, what he soon finds out is he has to drive there naked,
0: oh.
1: and it gets worse.
0: So much worse.
1: Also, his brothers went to the restaurant right before him, bought all of the lids and trays. So he is stacking hot cups of coffee along the dashboard. dashboard. And at first you think maybe he's just going to accidentally drop one on himself, but no, his brothers jump out and all of them scald him. That's that's some dark shit. I know somebody would do that. (laughs) There's a point later where Marshall just says, "My brothers aren't like the best people," and this is like the perfect example mm-hmm. of that. So
0: so bad. On the commentary, there's this little back and forth because you know Jason was naked in the or Marshall's naked in the car, and Jason mm. was talking about how people were way too focused on his sexiness and they missed a lot of the humor and the joke. <laughs> and then they kind of go back and forth like, "Oh, you could you could take your shirt off right now." And Marshall's <laughs> like, or Jason's like, "All right," and then Chris is like. Yeah, it's funny because he is, and then then they like say that Chris took off his shirt and that Marshall oh, or Lord. Jason was naked, and I don't know if it's true or not. But I think
1: the two of them are such like pranksters.
0: Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like
1: they just feed off each other real bad.
0: They they were, and you could tell you could like hear that in yeah. their interaction. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so basically that is what that's how he got the car, and it's also how they got the um, the fascist no food, food or no drinks. drink, in the Fierro rule.
0: I mean, I don't blame him. No. Hot coffee on his nakedness.
1: I know, that's that's tough. Mm,
0: ouch ouch. Um, Ted reminds him how ridiculous his rule is and how they almost died during the 100K fiasco or the Fierro-asco. Depends on who you ask. What do you say? Mm. I mean, I want to like,
1: Fierro-asco, but it doesn't roll off the tongue. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go 100K fiasco. There's
0: no way to make I it. I know. Better. I've been trying. <laughs> there's no way. I know, I know. And there's this little like scene with Barney and yes. Lily, and he's fucking up the origami, and Lily starts yelling at him. He's like, "I, I can do it. Let me try. I can do it." Because he clearly does not want to do no, it. No. So. And I love when he just
1: like floats it, like yeah. twists the head. He's like a duck. <laughs>
0: yeah. It didn't. It didn't look too too bad. Girl. I know. But Lily's like that paper's expensive. Yeah. So it's the best way of getting out of. No shit. Do a shitty bullshit. job. No one will ask you to do it again. <clears throat> so we get this uh, incredible flashback to Ted and Marshall book before <laughs> they came friend, best friends. They were just, you know, still roommates. Mm-hmm. You know, Ted thought Marshall was a total sub. And we see him just like throwing food and missing the garbage. <laughs> Compl-
1: like a full like sub. Yeah. Just smash right on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> do you well. think it
0: was actually a sandwich? Or Ooh. a
1: sandwich? I mean, I think it was like a real sandwich. Had like the weight
0: no, I know, but uh, I don't think
1: he was throwing out weed. I think it, it was been, like
0: a roach, like all done.
1: I don't know. I like the idea of him just throwing, literally throwing out like a submarine sandwich. Boom.
0: <laughs> um, oh, it reminds me of the heat. Yeah, I know
1: <laughs> submarine sandwich I got last week. You want some? Last oh, week.
0: <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. Anyway, and Marshall thought that Ted was pretentious, which is still accurate, by the way.
1: Oof, God, but that whole look.
0: Ted, or J, jo, blah, Josh Radner, does such a good job as college pretentious Ted. Like, even his face yeah. and his body language, like you can just tell.
1: He means it. He believes it. He believes his own bullshit. It's
0: so bad. He's and
1: smelling his own farts.
0: Freshman year is so strange in that way because you have this opportunity to start over. Yeah, and be somebody different, maybe somebody you've always wanted to be. Oh,
1: he wants to be an intellectual, so I mean, he has bad. My
0: spectacles. spectacles and that fucking like poncho. What the fuck? Oh, it's so bad in the hair. Oh, it's just mm, it's not great. Um, but it's right before Mar- uh, winter break, and Marshall offers to drive Ted back from Ohio, where he lives, which. Um, Ted points out that his parents live in Ohio and he lives in the moment.
1: Fun fact on Twitter this week: Josh Radner said that's his favorite Ted Mosby line. It's a pretty good one. It is pretty good.
0: First of all, my parents. And live he's in Ohio. just like, yeah. His face is so good. And Marshall's reaction—he's just like, oh, he's like going to get sick. And he hates it. I love it so much. Um, but yeah, so Ted tells me he appreciates it, but. You know, at this point, he is dating this girl, Karen. And um, they haven't seen each other since Thanksgiving. And they're, like, super committed to long distance. And Karen would probably be really bummed if he left early. But, you know, Marshall tells him to change. If he changes his mind, just give him a call. Because the odometer is going to hit a 100,000. Mm-hmm. So that's big crazy. Moment. Yeah, so if you think about how this present day stories taking place at 200,000 like that's a lot of miles in between you know and Ted's been there for yeah for 100,000
1: miles so it's time and it's distance what a friendship right amazing Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) um and then um of course we cut and it turns out that uh Ted and Karen actually broke up and Ted's like, you know, it's totally mutual. It's like but you know it's not from how he's acting. Yeah. And Ted asks about how Lily and Marshall are growing and Marshall, um, I love this line. He says, because he doesn't, talking about he's not going to get tied down to yeah. the first chick he hooks up with in college, but he says, but this bird you'll never chain, you know? <laughs> okay, buddy. Cool. I loved that line. It made me laugh.
1: Um, and the, the, Stuff with Karen will come back around yeah. as well. Like that's a a recurring girlfriend that Ted has in college, and then they're just constantly oh, Karen. it's it's very toxic, mm-hmm. and Ted is just her total little bitch baby the whole time. So yeah, plenty more fun, pathetic Ted to come, guys.
0: It's it's pretty delicious actually. Totes. Um. So, anyways, as we're driving along, you you notice that the, you hear the Proclaimers song yep. playing, which mm-hmm. we had heard in the very beginning of the episode. Um, and Ted, you know, makes a comment about it. And Marshall <laughs> makes this, like, great joke about it, like, oh, it's my favorite song. Isn't it great? And then he admits that it's been stuck in the tape player for two years, but it's better than nothing. Um, but, you know, Ted is <coughs> so sick of the song. Yeah. And it, there's just, just this great like back and forth with it and Marshall yeah they like him, love
1: it at first and then Marshall and then Ted gets so sick of it
0: and then like it, they cut to them like singing and rocking out and then like totally straight face monotone and Marshall reassures him that it you know it'll come back it around again. back around
1: Marshall's just like steady on the road he's like yeah. I know I know this song
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then, you know, then it, again it cuts to them singing and they're harmonizing the ending. Mm-hmm. And it's so good because like Ted's got his like hand up and they're like leaning oh, yeah. into each other and you can see them like really They're gelling.
1: Yeah. They've been working on it. Mhm. And It's our best one but even yet. But like, you the, say like yeah, their best one yet. <laughs>
0: And I love that scene, so I wanted to go back and watch it, and I was watching it on the PlayStation, and I could never really rewind well, mm. and i always go either too far or whatever, so I just was slowly going in reverse, and it was like frame-by-frame frame, slow-mo, and like, to see Ted's face while he was singing it yeah. was so good. Just so into it. Yeah, it was really funny. Love it. Ted decides to introduce Marshall to this car game called Zitch Dog. Oh. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, no. I, I saw. Don't you're gonna get? I know. I lo- I just. It was in my periphery.
1: Okay. <laughs> so they're
0: playing this. Uh, Ted and Marshall start playing this game called Zitch Dog, which is a game that um, Chris Harris's dad's friend had made up. Oh really? Yeah. And there's cool. all sorts of variations like Zatch Cat. And waffle or and Zatch Waffle House, and oh. it's Zitch or Zatch. And, oh, okay, but the origins for which one is and why it's it remains unknown. Wow, so, cool. Yes, yeah, so basically, every time you see a dog, you say Zitch dog, you'd be the first one to say it, and you get a point. And yeah, we play it. Ted, Ted's pretty good at it, and he's yes. like super confident, but remember, they. They are not yet best friends, so he doesn't realize how excellent Marshall oh, is with games. Gamesman. And he just kills it. Kills it. Knows
1: the score the whole time. 12 nothing. 12 nothing. In his sleep, 32 nothing. Yes.
0: It's so good. Um That's Liz and me on road trips. Who are you? Marshall? Ted.
1: You? I suck ass at Zitch Dog. Liz is so good at it.
0: But I feel like you have the competitive spirit. I have the competitive spirit, but I don't
1: have the attention span. Like, I forget we're playing. And she is like on it the entire ride. We drive by a fucking rest stop, it's like a bloodbath. She's like, zitch dog, zitch dog, zitch dog. Because everyone's letting their dogs
0: have to pee. She figured that out. I was like, fuck. Like next time, just a pee. We're not going. Yeah, yeah. To go to the gas station. Yeah, yeah. Into an open <laughs> pipe in the ground. All right, Liz. No fucking docks. Trash.
1: Oh yeah, no, I'm so bad at it. I'm Ooh, so bad. Okay. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, event, you know, Ted makes a comment about wanting to travel on the road less traveled, like Robert Frost. F- <laughs> oh. thanks, Ted. Thanks, buddy. And Marshall doesn't think it's a good idea, but Ted just decides to do it and makes this comment about, like, who's not fun now, Karen? <laughs> His face is so funny. He's so angry. Oof. Mutual, huh, buddy? Yeah. Real, not at all. Super mute. Um, you know, but eventually they get lost because mm-hmm. they don't know where the fuck they're going. And Marshall's pissed and decides to pull over. They're almost out of gas. They can't see anything. And... You know, if they pull over and stuff now, they could get sewn in for days. And uh, Ted's like, yeah, I only have six granola bars and three bottles of water. (laughs) Marshall's like, no, I threw them out. (laughs) Even water?
1: That's
0: harsh, man. That's harsh. I guess so. Um... (laughs) And you know Ted says it's the longest time of their lives, I and mean, get these scenes where they're just like coming to terms with some like really heavy stuff. Yeah, time
1: is wearing on. There's more snow on the window. Yeah, they can be snowing for days. It's getting real.
0: And Ted, Ted tells Marshall to do whatever is necessary to survive, including eating his flesh and cutting his body open like a tauntaun to get warm, a la Luke Skywalker I was say, in a, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I thought that was a, yep, Star Wars I, reference. Yeah, Empire, best one. I'll take your word for it. It is. It is absolutely the best one. But, you know, whatever he needs. And Marshall's like, cool. Like, if I die, just leave my body in It keeps me out. And Marshall's like, or Ted's like so upset because he just offered his, his whole bo- body to Marshall to stay alive. And Ted's like, yeah, like, but I could die. And Marshall, this is like dead pants, wasn't an easy decision. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure? It's so All right. good. So if we
1: got snowed in in a car yeah. in an old Fierro. And might freeze to death, and you died first. Could I eat your flesh? Leave me alone.
0: (laughs) Definitely leave me alone. Aww. Hmm. I'm not even an organ donor. Caitlin, that would be fucked up. That would be so terrible. I don't need this shit. You take what you want. I want to see you though with my leg like a like a. Like a mutton chop. Like, like King uh, Richard's Fair? Yeah. Like medieval my times? My leg is like, my foot's like hanging off like this. All right, so got... I'll do
1: that while you're still a little alive. Yeah, so, so I can you can see it. See it. Thank All you. All right, cool, cool. great.
0: <laughs> totally normal conversation. Oh my God. Oh. Um, They're getting pretty cold, so they decide to turn on the water just for a second because... The you know, heat? The heat. You said turn on the water? I don't know what I'm saying. Warm up. I don't know. They're really... All right. They turn on the car, yeah. They turn on the car to warm up because Ted's like very, very cold. And I love... As soon as I start the car, (laughs) I'm going to be starts blasting. Such a good Just to help you remember and kind of break up the the seriousness of that. Um, What a good running joke. It is so good. Um, And soon they realize that, you know, Marshall's like, there's only one way to keep warm. And they snuggle up and they end up having this heart-to-heart. And it's really sweet because Marshall realizes that he is probably going to marry Lily one day. Like, he wants to marry her.
1: Yeah, and then he was full of shit earlier. Yeah. He was just, it was all bravado. Mm. So this is where they really, really... Yeah, they they really really
0: become... Lock in. And we find
1: out that Ted's spectacles are decorative. Yeah. They're not even real. What a confession. (laughs) Because
0: earlier, Marshall knocked him off. My spectacles! The way he said it was... God. Was so good. But I love how Ted has, or Marshall has this really deep, like confession, like I'm gonna marry a Lily and yeah. spectacled her decorative. Ted didn't
1: have a lot going on, you know? He
0: mm. had a girlfriend who hated him and Well an ex girlfriend. <laughs> next girlfriend, yeah. Um the next day we find out that they are snowed in with maybe an inch of snow cuz we see this yeah. man walking a dog. Not a, not a lot of snow. Not a lot of snow and he's walking his dog very easily traversing like this an 18 parking lot. Yeah. And they're in the parking lot of a fucking motel. <laughs> so at any point they could have gone inside and gotten warm and yeah. had a good night's rest. Yeah, yeah. But that was when they became best friends. Yeah. Um yeah, so
1: back at the or back in present day at mm-hmm. the the OR. <clears laughs> They call Marshall in to learn about the car, and everyone else is watching through this big window. It's a very dramatic scene that we've seen in like mm-hmm. every, every medical procedural show, yep. right? Where the guy delivers the bad news and mm-hmm. just shakes his head and walks away. Like, you can just tell these guys came from TV. Yeah. The, the way they write this stuff, it's great. Um, and we find out that it's going to cost $3,000, and that might not even work. Ugh. So the guys or the gang is trying to basically soften it, like, you know, what's the point? And um, Robin says, prolonging its life might work, but it's mostly machine at this point. And And Ted's like, fuck. Wait, what did Ted say? And he
0: just, like, looks at her, like, confused. Oh, yeah. What are you...
1: (laughs) Because it's, like, a person on life support, right? Yeah, it's a car. Yeah. Um, And, but Marshall isn't ready to let it go. He's still thinking about it, Mm -hmm. because this is a huge deal, and then he Comes out and says it, like, I'm about to graduate and basically become a sellout. This is the one piece of me that has anything to do with the person I was mm-hmm. when I really set my goals in life. Um, and he says, without that fear, I'm just another guy in a suit, which Barney takes yeah, very fun. takes issue with. Um, then we get these wonderful quick flashbacks. They do a couple of these in the series, and this is one, one really good one. Um, of all the other little moments that mm-hmm. happened in the car. So we get the suicidal cat. Meow. Meow. <laughs> and they each have the odometer, so you yeah. know like when it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, the hitchhiking Waldo, which was cool. And then the last one is the homeless guy who broke in and threw up all over the back seat.
0: Fun fact Fieros do not have a back seat.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. They're two seaters. Mm hmm. Nice. Yeah. When that happens, Lily, who's always been terrible keeping secrets, mm-hmm. especially from Marshall, especially from Marshall. Um, she cracks, and despite Robin kind of begging her not to, she tells Marshall what really happened with this homeless man breaking into the car. So we get another flashback. Um, we know it's early because Lily's hair is red. Right. Yeah. Right. So this is like they had just started hanging out. So it's kind of parallel to the to the Ted and Marshall becoming best best friends in the Fiero. Um, they were really craving Thai food from this one place, but it's fucking New York city. Like there's a million Thai places, Yeah, but whatever. Maybe they had a specialty, whatever. So delivery was going to take forever. So they really wanted to take the Fiero, but Lily knew after years with Marshall, the no food and drink rule. Yeah, 10 years, 10 years, 10 fucking years. Um, and we also find out that this and Affect Effect are the two things that drive Marshall nuts. So she she knows her boo.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but they kind of rationalize it. Okay, we're going to drive really slow and I was thinking maybe it. they
0: had some sandwiches. Because the only thing I could think of that would get convince them to like.
1: Oh, yeah. Like you know, to risk like, it. we need this. I That's can't true. wait an hour and a half. That's true. I need it. Lily, it's Thai food. But honestly, driving there probably took them an hour and a half yeah. in New York City.
0: Yeah. Anyway, just let someone come to you on a bike. But
1: that's so that's so true that they were probably, yeah, a little well. sandwiched. Yeah, <laughs> um, so they they try to rationalize it. It's fine. We'll just drive really slow. We'll double bag it. Like, we'll we'll be really careful. We'll drive with the windows down. All this stuff. But something happened, and they slammed on the brakes. And there is
0: Thai food everywhere. There are
1: noodles everywhere, everywhere. So Lily immediately starts freaking out because she knows like
0: she
1: up you know when you hit your partner's buttons that mm-hmm. it's not gonna be good um and robin snaps her out of it and she has this little speech mm-hmm. that is taken from did Pulp you find fiction. it Pulp fiction right they
0: say it in the com- commentary but i wrote he's so sarcastic i'm not sure if he's lying or what because i've never seen that movie no
1: but you can kind of tell because it's not like a robin speech pattern and it definitely sounds like what happens when you have to, like, clean up a body. Yeah. Because they're talking about, like, the pools mm-hmm. and, like, the pieces. Yeah. Right? So I was like, this must be from, like, a gangster movie or something. And I looked it up. It's Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Um, after a murder, this is what one of the guys says. I love, says. like,
0: the, the soup. Yeah. Like the the pooling. You
1: got to sop that soup up. And I think in I thing, it's like, sop that shit up. Mm-hmm. That's where we get the truth about the cigars as well so it's like ties all the way back to the beginning this is Mm -hmm. the chris harris stuff that he's so good at yeah right like dropping that hint in the beginning and then coming back to it so that's where the chopsticks and napkins came from because the girls took the cigars out (laughs) to smoke them and try and cover the scent in the car but me thinks robin kind of just wanted a fucking cuban
0: pay to get it cleaned i know time but like
1: i guess it's a show I guess I guess maybe it's a show.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and that and then Lily realized that it wasn't helping. The cigar smoke was not helping. Uh it smelled like a homeless person threw up, so they decided to run with that story and smashed the windows. Mm-hmm. One on purpose and then what was it Robin wanted yeah, to do the other it one? Yeah, looked like fine. <laughs> so she did the other one.
0: And that's how they became best friends. Yeah. Marshall makes a comment about how he was upset that it was them because he had been mm. blaming the guy, I think, in the tan overly le-
1: tan leotard guy.
0: Yes, that's it. And that's a real person in LA. And Chris said that he's enjoyed people commenting on that. It was based off that. Oh, cool. That guy. Yeah. So that's if you're so in funny. that area, you would You have know, him. overly tan leotard guy. Yeah. That's so funny. Um, Back at the present day, the mechanic wants to know what is going on. And Barney, at first, sounds like he's in favor of. Saving the car, but we find out that he hates it, and he wants the car to get trashed. (laughs) And we get yet another excellent flashback of about a year ago. There was a transit strike, and Barney had a massage in Queens Mm -hmm. and needed Marshall to bring him, but he wasn't around. So Ted tells him just to take the keys. Um, But then we find out Barney can't drive. Can't drive. Grew up in the city, never needed to. Never needed to.
1: I mean, I have a friend who grew up in Jersey,
0: and she's – in her mid-40s and never learned how to drive. Yeah. Um, Chris's gra- – well, not that unusual, I guess. But Chris's grandmother never drove. She always walked mm. to the grocery store. Wow. My grandmother didn't drive until her 40s when she moved out of the city. Wow. Yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, So, yeah. So, Ted – I don't understand this. Ted off says he's going to teach him, but when? Right then. Right, there. Like, He has to get to Queens from Manhattan, and he's going to send someone who's never driven –
1: well, maybe maybe Ted drove him and then they had the lesson after. Mm. Maybe. I didn't even think of that. P.S. I also love Ted's sweatshirt in the scene. That's yeah. like this beautiful green. green hoodie.
0: Not that stupid one he wore with Victoria, the bleached thing.
1: No, no, it's like a really like beautiful green that it you looks don't nice. see a lot. Mm-hmm. Truths.
0: Um so yes, yeah, so we get this delicious scene of Barney <laughs> driving or trying to drive and being really uncomfortable. He says, that he has this line, God never meant for us to travel at breakneck speeds. But really, like, he literally just does not have his, his foot, foot on the,
1: the gas. He's, he's just rolling. But do you remember the first time behind the wheel? It's so scary. It's well, feels, was like 10. It feels so powerful. Yeah, same. My dad used to let us drive around the neighborhood. My
0: grandma I used, to, I used to drive up to pick her up at work. Oh, and then, oh, my God. By yourself? I don't think I was by myself, but... What, I definitely <laughs> remember driving to pick her up at least like two or three times. Oh my god! No, we just drove around the neighborhood with my dad in the passenger seat.
1: Yeah, but like the first time, like for real, like sitting there. Oh, it's crazy. It feels like so much power. And it, yeah, and then it just goes away. Like you don't feel that anymore. You get used to mm-hmm. it.
0: Chris's grandma there when. Um... Oh, perfect timing. Yo, what did your grandma Turner say about when you first were driving for the first time about the car?
1: Oh, that you're driving or
0: you're controlling something that can kill somebody now? Shit. Oh, shit. No, like, right? Oh, no pressure. Yeah, right? Isn't exactly. that crazy? Whoa. And I that, mean, but it's true. Like, you forget about that. Yeah. It's wild.
1: Yeah. So Barney definitely feels it. Before they get in the car, though, there's a little moment where he's trying to act like he knows how to drive oh, in the yeah. apartment. And it's very like 40 year old virgin, like, like bag of sand. sand. Yes. I was like, it's like Steve Carell, only
0: about driving. Yeah. So that was perfect. It's like, oh lady drivers don't. Yeah, he started on those. He's like, his hand out. Yeah, like like, he switch pedal. (laughs) It's so good. It's so good. Love it. And then this dog just walks out into the middle of the parking lot and just lays down right in the lane of where (laughs) Barney's traveling. Yep. And that actually happened to Chris Harris. Really? Writer. Yeah. While
1: on his driving desk?
0: No, like he was, his sister's in the back seat. He was driving with, there's like, he just had gotten his license. And instead of ending up like against like a bush or whatever it was, he actually ended up dropping the car three feet down a ditch. <gasps> oh my God. Right? Holy shit. And his, he said uh, his little sister was uh, in the background cracking up oh or my in the backseat. Mm hmm. Um, but Barney's flipping out and, and it's just, Ted is so delightful to watch
1: this was a great ted scene yeah he he has great humor um he plays he has a great plays a great straight man to barney yeah freaking out um and he's very like in control like he's you can kind of tell here he's gonna be a really good dad
0: you yeah. know teaching like he's kids getting, how to drive and he's laughing at barney yeah and like trying to you know like yeah instead of like oh no no
1: yeah no i the screaming
0: I, is fun i said screaming is
1: good it was an amazing scene That's for that. ted to be funny and then he did a really yeah. good job i agree and I love when Barney, like, ends up in the bush, and he thinks he's, like,
0: paralyzed. Yeah. He's like, I can't feel my body. And then he's like, and he, like, pats himself and realizes that he is whole. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then, he, you know, he realizes, he's, just, like, this come-to-Jesus moment and yep. realizes that he's got to keep continuing on living his awesome life. Living the same way. Yeah, living the exact same way, because life's so short.
1: I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and we learned that there were two accidents in that car. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and um, there's another line from Raiders of the Lost Ark. There's a line from Raiders of the Lost Ark. He says, throw me, Ted says, throw me the idol, I'll throw you the whip. So it's the beginning. Was theme. that in the
1: car? Oh, when he's like yelling all yeah. kinds of stuff. Gotcha.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's it from the beginning of that, you know, when Indiana Jones grabs the golden idol and he's oh, like running back to the thing and there's gotcha. a ditch and he needs the whip and. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I'm off Harrison Ford.
1: Love it. Back in present day, Marshall stands up and he walks over and he talks about all the amazing things that have happened. Like He's mm-hmm. really reflecting on it. So everyone's expecting him that, to drop three grand that he and Lily certainly don't have to save this car. But it turns out that all of the wonderful things that have happened in that car are why this car should deserves to die with dignity yeah and so he's he's ready to say goodbye to it um and it seems like marshall's given up on more than just the car Mm. which kind of makes everybody sad because he's he kind of goes around the room and says like none of us are where we're supposed to be (laughs) like none of us are where we thought we would be and um you know ted you're not a philosopher lily you're not an artist barney you don't know how to drive i love when he gets to robin he's like i'm sure robin's had disappointments and she's she's
0: like like, no no please i just like fell in love with her her.
1: she's like as if yeah as if um you know he's like that's life which is sad like he Mm -hmm. this is like a a moment where he's kind of given up so um but then he sort of rebounds and says those are old dreams Mm -hmm. and now we're gonna get a new car and fill it with new dreams and memories and you know it'll be our first car as a married couple
0: Four kids. Four
1: kids or two kids, depending on, again, who Four you kids, ask. Yeah. Four kids. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Marshall goes to say goodbye with all the friends standing around it. He's there for support. He's given one more gift from the Fiero. <laughs> pounds that dash and out pops. The casingo. The casingle, <laughs> <laughs> The casingle. Oh, so good. And they're just all amazed. There's... It's just such a beautiful moment, and um, at that, Ted decides, no, we need to push this car. This car has been amazing up to the last minute, and so Marshall slams that tape back in, (gasps) slams it in, and they all start pushing, and it's, like, in slow motion, so at first you think maybe it is moving, Mm -hmm. and then they're all just starting to look more, like, disappointed and, like, confused, confused. (laughs) and then the mechanic is like, yeah, it's on blocks. It's not fucking going anywhere.
0: And it was like an orchestral version of a cover, whatever. I don't know how to say that fancy shit, of the same song. Yeah,
1: like a symphony of... I'm
0: going to be.
1: Symphony cover of I'm going to be, which Mm -hmm. was really cool. And they decide... Good enough. 0.8 or 0.7 short is is close close enough.
0: enough. Close enough.
1: Like they all got got close enough with their own Mm -hmm. lives, right?
0: Right. Marshall ended up getting money for the scrap metal that was the Fiero, and they were able to buy... Beer for, for the, the next, next two days. nights, so mm-hmm. clearly not a lot of money. Although drinks are expensive in New York, so yeah, dude, for uh, five
1: people, yeah, and they don't drink lightly, you know. I yeah. think it's all right, yeah, a couple hundred bucks, yeah, I'd say so.
0: Um, and then we get to see how this tape, this single got stuck in the Fierro. Yep, you want to talk about that?
1: Yeah, sure, so. <laughs> Well, first of all, Marshall calls it the giving tree of cars, which I thought was really sweet. It was sweet. Um, but yeah, so then we get this final, after the black, we get this final flashback of Marshall so excited in what was then his brother's car still. And he says, oh, this new song just came out. I just got the single. And he's so like, with the head nodding, The head bobbing, he yeah. puts it in. He's like, this is my favorite song. I'm never, ever, ever going to get sick of it. And he's like
0: laughing with like his mouth open, like, God,
1: I just love when you know where something's going and then you get that flashback yeah. to the point where they're like you have no fucking idea where yeah. you have started.
0: So good. So good. And actually, on that note, yeah. so because we have the odometer, yeah. We know that the car ended up with 199 wait. 100,000, ni- 199,999 miles mm-hmm. and he got it at 66,000. No.
1: Oh, God, we're doing math. Whatever. What This is fucking math? You got, like, miles per hour and shit in yeah. here? Yeah. So
0: Jesus. So, I did some math, and we we're gonna... He ended up driving, but now I, I just looked, and I saw an extra zero, so I don't know if I fucked it up. <laughs> Working with the numbers I had, they may be wrong, um, he drove... For 133,659 miles. Mm. And we'll say that he drove 60 miles per hour on average because it just makes it easier for math because it's the same amount of minutes. (sighs) Hope anyone else is keeping up with this. The song is three minutes, 39 seconds. So I just did 3.39. And I did a little bit of math. And that means he would have listened to the song (laughs) 39,427
1: times. My God. That's crazy. I
0: got the idea for that because on the commentary, Chris says, oh, at this point in their road trip, I remember doing the mileage, Mm. and they would have listened to the song about 53 times. Oh, my God. And Jason Segel's like, no, not enough times or something like that. Wow. Mm -hmm. Good math, Caitlin. Please no one check that. No, don't check that. This is not (laughs) Armchair Expert. You don't need to have fact-checking at the end. Oh, snap. Mm Mm-mm. So that's Arrivederci Fiero. Thank you for saying it again.
1: What a beautiful episode.
0: Yeah. It's so good. It really is. I love the
1: overarching theme of you know, not wanting to let go of the you that you once were.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but you got to grow up sometime. It's true. Doesn't mean you have to lose yourself. No. Um, but this is just another great example of object work in mm-hmm. this show. Like objects are such a huge Yeah. A hugely important thing
0: for show. Sure.
1: all right okay so we have 10 legendary moments tonight holy shit so hold on to your butts everybody let's let's burn through these
0: our first one comes through us via email from sam sam writes quick legendary moment from this week's episode there were many good ones to pick from Marshall, just making sure that Ted said the "fear affected" not "affected" <laughs> all of their lives. Very good. Very good. Nice. We're, we're grammar nerds. So
1: yes, we nice love it. Nice little passive-aggressive moment between buddies. Mm-hmm. The Six next one, of buds. the next one comes from Kim on Twitter, and Kim said, "Without a doubt, Robin and Lily's flashback, seeing how the chopsticks end up in the glove box, paid off so much for me."
0: It was a really nice touch.
1: Yeah, I remember the first time watching it and having no idea what how that happened and
0: not even really being concerned with it. It was just like a weird thing. Yeah, I didn't
1: think it was mm -hmm. gonna pay off,
0: but it did. It really did. Of course it did. I mean I should have known by then. (laughs) Our next one is from Emma, also via email. Emma writes At this point in the show, this has to be the funniest episode since game night. Honorable mention of slap that.
1: Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good,
0: yeah. Loved l rs dynamic in the tie scene and also the tunic sweaters.
1: <laughs> yes. She said very 06, 07. Yes,
0: very 0607. So many tunic sweaters. Anyway, NPH's dramatic monologue with the flashback was amazing. I love how Himyum shows his range of talent in the most ridiculous ways with his acting, magic tricks, singing, dancing, etc. Oh, yeah. Specific legendary moments also include Marshall's affect effect returning joke, and Barney not knowing how to drive. This episode is really good at giving moments of friendship between the gang and goes into their dynamic through dialogues and in-the-moment scenes.
1: Amen. Mm-hmm. Nice observations, Emma. And we did cut your spoilery things because we have to be true to ourselves. Right. But thank you for that fantastic email. And... Uh insights the next comes from our buddy johnny who dm'd us on twitter and said hello k and k i'd wave to the two of you but since it did not get over eight degrees today (sighs) in northwest minnesota my hands are still in gloves what a cutie my legendary moment from the episode arrivederci fiero arrivederci fiero is when ted is driving back with marshall in the 100k (laughs) fiasco incident he says and they start playing zitch dog Marshall has fallen asleep, and Ted pokes Marshall and he calls Ditch Dog, priceless. Also, this is my favorite episode of the whole series, Ooh. as I had worked all through high school to buy a Fiero wow. after I graduated. The only difference was that the heat in mine did not work. Ooh. Ooh.
0: In eight degree weather. But- I hope you were in, like, South Florida. <laughs> yeah,
1: right? So flowed. Uh, you two are doing an amazing job and totally deserved the shout out on Twitter earlier today. Aww. So I think that was from the yeah. Him and Himian production guys. Thank
0: Thanks you. Johnny. Joanna wrote an email. Hi, Kate and Caitlin. Man, have I been waiting for this episode? With the exception of the season finale, no spoilers. This has got to be my favorite season two episode.
1: It's a good one. Mm-hmm.
0: I feel like at this point, the show is really getting into its stride with running jokes, character development, flashbacks, and so on. And overall, it's just a hilarious episode. There are so many good bits to talk about 500 miles, a difference between affect and effect. Everyone loves that. I know. <laughs> Zitched out. It's really good. Yeah. Zitch dog, Ted saying, My parents live in Ohio. I live in the moment. But my legendary moment of this episode and probably the entire season is when they're all swapping stories about the Fiero and Robin asks Barney, Why do you love this car so much? And Neil Patrick Harris says, Love it. Hold on. Turns around and says, Love it. I hate it. <laughs> Oh, I love that part, too. Me, too. Um, I love how theatrical he makes Barney's character. It just makes, it just cracks me up every single time. Hope you're doing good. Keep up the good work. Yeah, I love that when he's like, love it. Hold on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I love when he, like, actively just makes it more theatrical, and everyone's just supposed to There's... keep up and enjoy it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Do you think <laughs> good one, those, are, those are him, or is it written for him to do? I want
1: to think he mm, ad loves it. He might do a little bit of it. I mean, he's real good with that stuff. Thanks, Joanna. Yeah, thank you. The next one comes from Tim. And Tim says, oh, this was from Twitter. He says, Marshall is fantastic in this episode. Jason Siegel is so great as young Marshall, and the scene where he buys the coffees is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Lily and Robin's story with the car is also fun, and that it explains the no food in the Fiero role. Yeah. this There are some really clutch flashbacks.
0: Mm-hmm. Ava writes, the legendary moment will have to be the dramatic way Barney says, love it. Hold on a sec, turns away. Love it, turns back for dramatic effect. I hate it. <laughs> Lily asks why, and Barney replies, Why, 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 why? It's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, this was
1: this was an episode where they're all firing on all cylinders. Yeah. Like, okay, awesome. Like right. it's another Chris it's Harris real- episode that's real, like real said, smooth tight. yeah you tight as fuck right every,
0: the timing is really mm-hmm. great
1: and everyone gets a chance to shine yeah we're still kind of waiting on lily to shine a lot like she hasn't really done a lot since she left and we're came back she's
0: in the doghouse yeah like
1: yeah 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 so season three she'll she'll get more mm-hmm. of that Um, Or, I mean, even later this season. But anyway, um, the next one comes from Katie on Twitter. That's our friend from over at TFGIF. They've been on a little bit of a hiatus, but I hear they're coming back. Awesome. Yeah. So um, Katie said, I mean, can I just say the entire episode? Yes. Yes, that is allowed. (laughs) With this episode, you most certainly can. Absolutely.
0: All right. And then we have Tanya. Um, She wrote to us on Twitter also sliding into our DMs. Ooh. My legendary moment is just the entire episode. It's just so epic. Classic Kimmy. However, when I watched this episode for the first time, I was doing math the entire time, converting miles to kilometers. Oh. Come on, America. I changed the metric system already. Oh, I know. Right so what's,
1: what's 500 miles in kilometers?
0: <laughs> they're Scottish. Why did they use miles?
1: Because miles is, sounds better in a song, right?
0: I... I don't, don't, don't. I
1: would walk five hundred kilometers. kilometers. <laughs>
0: that sounds terrible. <laughs> it's a hit right there. That's why we don't change music. That's why. Back to the episode. Yes, back to the episode. <laughs> it's always special when we have College Ted and Marshall, especially mm. Ted, probably the most adorable, pretentious douchebag. So if I have to choose just one legendary moment, it's when Ted says, "My parents live in Ohio. I live in the moment." Oh my goodness, so relatable. I was just as obnoxious when I was. <laughs> Uh, in at university. Too embarrassed to quote my own douchebaggery, but needless to say, current Tanya often cringes when she remembers how wise and philosophical university Tanya Oof. was at times. Is it weird to say I miss y'all, but I do. Take care.
1: Arrivederci, amici. Thank you. Aw, Tanya. Grazie, grazie. I, grazie, mire. I wish I
0: was hearing her voice.
1: I know. Well, me, we miss you too. Yeah. Um, and last but not least, we have one from Jeanette, right? Yeah,
0: she recorded a little... <gasps> A uh, legendary moment while
1: she was here last week. Yeah. So let's listen to our answering machine. <gasps> Yay. Hello,
0: everyone. It's uh, Jeanette, and I just wanted to share my legendary moment for episode 17, um, Arrivederci Fiero. So this is a very important episode in my personal life, because this is when we first get introduced to... 500 miles by the Proclaimers, um, I love how it brings, uh, Ted and Marshall together a little bit more, but I also mostly love how it, um, how Marshall sort of points out that it has a cycle, you either, um, you know, you you start to get sick of it, and then it comes back around, um, but also too, the song is just kind of holds a special place in my life. It was actually my uh, wedding song, um, the "Sleeping at Last" version, not the Proclaimers version. Even though everyone told me at my wedding that they were really hoping that it would cut to the Proclaimers version and we would all have a dance party, did not happen. But you know, second wedding maybe we'll see. Aww.
1: Aww. so cute. Love it. That's very adorable. Were you at her wedding? I was. I was her maid of honor. Oh, very cute. Yeah. Good one, Jeanette. And thank you again for, for stepping in last week. I'm sure uh, yeah. I'm sure there will be another moment in the future where we will need your services. So. I think she
0: would love just to come yeah. and be a try. Hell yeah. Tribe.
1: We'll keep her on retainer.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so that's it. We did it. Yeah. We got through 10 legendary moments. Holy fuck. Do we have room for two more? Two more legendary moments? You and me. Oh my god. Uh, I forgot about us. I've just become yeah. a vessel. It's a vessel of legendary moments for everyone else. Um, what was yours? Oh, the
0: harmonizing in the commercial. car. Yeah. Oh, I had a couple, so but I just love when I watched it in slow mo and Ted's Ooh. Ted's hand went. You know, yeah, it, it oh, just killed God. me. Or the don't worry, it comes around again. Yeah, the deadpan. I, yeah, that I kills think me every time. That
1: that scene for me, I think, is the is the whole like
0: back and forth. Back. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think that's because that to me sums. Up like that was like compressed time and showed them like becoming best friends. Yeah, um, I was gonna say just Baby Marshall, but I think that it's definitely the the song in yeah. the car and the two of them. Agreed. And that will come back. We yeah. will see that again. So stay tuned, folks. <sighs> yes.
0: Um. Thank you for listening, everybody. We will see you next time for Moving Day. Oh shit! Yeah, we we
1: kind of stepped away from the fact that Ted and Robin are moving in together. That's right. Haven't heard anything about it interesting since stuff
0: so well, i guess it probably wasn't the best time to say it since marshall's car died yes so. right 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 yeah. um so make sure to send us your legendary moment for moving day and you can email it to us at hey beautiful podcast at gmail.com or on facebook or twitter at hey beautiful Pod. We post new recaps every other week, so be sure to subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud and leave us an iTunes review. We'd really love to get a couple more of those just Hell because, yeah. especially since we have uh, a bunch of new followers. Yeah, we
1: have, I think, almost 30 now, so it would be fantastic to, to break 30, and they just help other people know that we're a cool show. Yeah. so if, so if you, you
0: like us, yeah,
1: show us some love. We'd yeah. love that.
0: Mm-hmm. We hope you'll come back next episode.
1: Because it's going
0: to be Legend. Wait for it. This has been Hey Beautiful with your hosts, Kate Gorton and Caitlin Turner. Our intro-outro music is by Owl All. Oh, snow caps. Ew. What? Snowcaps caps You're and popcorn. garbage. Whatever. Go!